Okay, with Rachel Kwan, Moonboy is the short film, 21 minutes, play the LGBTQ plus film festival. Really interesting film about identity and death and grieving. A lot going on in this film with this character. This was a film at that you did, you did at school, right? Capilano University, where is that? Yes, yes, I did. It's in uh, North Vancouver. And so this was a school, this was like a school assignment or like a kind of a thesis film or? Yeah, so I ended up writing it maybe in, in my first year of film school. And then what ended up happening is the kind of mid-pandemic ended up happening. So all of us were kind of out of class, kind of not really not knowing what to do. So I kept working on it and we were able to finish it in the kind of pandemic thing. So it is it is a student film because it's all students working on it. But we did end up finishing it uh, while the school told us to like... Uh, you know, like we're, we're done, like we're just going to finish the year with them incomplete kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I, oh, my God, I feel like so many people worked so hard on it that it deserved to be finished. So you just did it like you're you so you're you're almost like, I guess, March 2020, everything got shut down. So you're you're in the process of making it probably your pre-production or. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So uh yeah, that's basically it. As a Moon Boy is, it's the shortest film that we were making for the longest time. Gotcha. No, it's so cool that you were able to do. It. Did your professors or faculty end up seeing the film or? Uh no. So we're. Um, I'm actually doing like a huge uh, as it's premiering on the your guys's uh, film festival app in January. I'm gonna have a, like a little local screening over here and have a as well as like a little kind of queer prom celebration for all the crew and the cast that's so cool okay so yeah. tell me about this film uh it seems like a, a personal like it's, it's like a like a personal film like in terms of your culture in terms of the passing of your of your mother like this seems it's a like it's a pretty emotional impactful film so this is this is your loosely based story I, i'm assuming yeah yeah so like the first time i pitched this i was probably what like 2021 or something like that at crazy eights and that was the first time pitch it i could hardly do the pitch without like crying when i started talking about my mom but within you know the few years of working on the pitch over and over again working on the story it kind of was my way of you know kind of coping with reality itself uh is having these elements of real life like the relationship between the protagonist uh Aiden Lee and the mom are is completely true to my own experience everything else is a little bit more fictitious to go all, along with like the plot and everything and we don't want it to be too close that my family's being like hey what's up you good yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah it it was it was really cool because um it ended up uh just the story itself from word of mouth of people that uh, even though I didn't make it through to like crazy eights, a lot of my friends from school and a lot of like other people were expressing interest and wanting to help fund. So, you know, I was lucky enough to be like, yeah, let's, let's, let's do this. Cause we have the, we are blessed that we have the support that we could do it. So, okay. So in, in, in what, what happens in your life is that your mother passes away. You're very, you're very young. For this to happen you move away to school you basically you have to deal with your your dad and basically you're from a traditional chinese family and your dad kind of like you know he's like it's like you're living within two cultures i guess i'm just like projecting my my thoughts and feelings of the film and then and then you're also trying to deal with school environment 
Like that's like most people can't handle one of those those like issues. You're handling all of them at the same time. And you got, I, I'm assuming you you were like relatively successful at doing it, meaning that you're you're talking to me right now. You made a film, you're still <laughs> in school. So like like that's amazing that that that's so much to take in, in such a oh, short time. Well, thank you. I mean, I I I like it's easier said and done now. Uh, yeah. back then I ended up that was when I was at UVic, when I first started thinking the video uh, uh, film, that was the second uh, school that I had dropped out of before I came to Capilano, just because I was taking all these courses. I wasn't feeling passionate about anything. Nothing was connecting. I And it's true. I wasn't connecting. I wasn't connecting socially with my f- friends or family. I was still in the closet, right? So I, I said, well, really... I was going to get to that later on, but yeah, yeah, that's the other, that's the other elephants in the room, right? Like you're, yeah, yeah. a lot of intersections of just like messiness yeah. where a lot of the stuff, unless I put it down, uh, you know, verbally or anything like that, I wasn't really talking about it. Yeah. I was seeing like a therapist, but you know, they're so busy. You see them once a month kind of thing. Yeah. So this was kind of my like self-induced therapy where, you know, if I couldn't see my mom in real life uh maybe i can you know immortalize the memories and kind of live in those uh by just you know kind of creating it myself creating that little safe space that i needed when i didn't have it okay so let's talk about okay so you wrote the screenplay when did you write the screenplay like like uh like before, like you started i guess you shot in like the spring summer of 2020 correct uh i think it might have been uh 2021 okay next year okay after okay yeah so i i i started writing it like in the summer between when i uh left uh uvic to go to capilano kind of thing and i kept developing it through school you um like with the help of some screenwriting teachers and everything like that this this script has seen many eyes (laughs) like I've seen like multiple like mentorships and stuff like that, that have like fallen through and stuff. And, you know, a bunch of friends and family have seen it, but, you know, very, very like trusted eyes, as, as you said, it's a very uh, intimate story. So I was yeah. very, uh, it was a, it was definitely a big weight of being like, Oh my gosh, this is actually going to be shared with the world once this was selected for this film. Cause you know, this has kind of just been like, my own little safe space but you know i made it with the intention of sharing it with others so it's it's kind of cool to see it come to fruition it's kind of crazy so then okay so then you basically banded your kind of like uh classmates to to work on the film like i'm sure like your so show was your cinematographer irene was your production designer rebecca was mm-hmm. your editor then you have emma your costume designer and then Kai, it was your composer. So you had a pretty good team of people. Those are all kind of like your classmates who worked on the film. Yeah. So uh, all of like uh, my production designer show actually was he went to uh, Capilano. I uh, went to first and second year with him. And then I think in third year he went to uh, he's actually transferred to NYU. Okay. So when we were in pre-production, I was, uh, what do you call it? Um, FaceTiming him with New York time and everything like that. We're making shot lists over zoom is yeah. But everybody else was basically, uh, Capilano. Um, but he came to back to, to the Vancouver area to shoot the film. Yeah. So what happened was when COVID hit, he had to come back anyways. Okay. So I was like, Oh, this is like kind of, the most beneficial time is that all my like friends that I was thinking of 
like using that are actually available that were maybe booked and busy are now at back at home and like looking for things to do. So then obviously the cast is extremely important, right? Obviously it's a certain, it's a certain culture. It's your culture. It's older parents, like your mom, the character who plays the mom character who plays the dad. I'm one would assume that those are hard roles to cast. I don't know. Like, were they okay? Like how was the casting for that? Yeah, honestly, it was, it was, it was a lot of, uh, we, well, we just ended up spreading out huge word uh, to like, shout out to my casting director, Brooke Fusick, who also like, I work on many films with her in production, but she did an amazing job of just grabbing like, um, you know, how many films are out there that need like this amount of like lead Asian cast. So Mm -hmm. we actually had quite a wealth of people coming in there's still you know white people and <laughs> random people going in and being like hi yes i am aiden lee kind of thing oh gotcha uh, <laughs> but that's but that always happens but um yeah we were like really lucky that uh my producer jenny uh ended up just filming her own um that is on cbc gem now that is being created into a series uh, called a uh, breakaway and it's about okay. like uh, Asian family hockey and stuff and a lot of the members that uh, we found were actually a part of her film maybe in a smaller way uh, but even like the young Aiden version the one that like dances in the montage and everything uh, she was a fine from there um, and then she also connected to me to like uh, Lillian who's the grandma who's amazing like steals the show <laughs> yeah. um, the grandma, sorry yeah yeah totally yeah, yeah, we ended up like there's so many times where like we're shooting it and we're like, oh my gosh, she's just has the best reactions. We have to just make we're making a shot for her <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. But it, it it happened very organically where I was like, oh, I want to find, I want to find my aid, and I ended up finding like the best friend Kieran first, and I was like, oh, this is great because I really want to f- figure out who has that, you know, the dynamic that I have with all my boys kind of thing where it's like we're always just kind of like joshing on each other, but you at the same time have to have that seriousness when you go home and it's a complete flip change. And I think uh, Leanna did an amazing job. This was her actual first film job. Um, she was actually only did theater from this point on, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Now, she, now she's in New York, all my casting. <laughs> well, even your cinematographer, right? So yeah. it, it tells that you're picking the, picking the right people. They're, they're going prime time, I guess. Right. In New York. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Like even seeing like all of like like Lillian is always doing like she was just on what is that one uh turning red that Pixar film and like it's pretty cool just to see them on screen where I'm just um on like Netflix where I'll just be like wow that's that's just one of my actors is just on there. It's really yeah, you cool. discovered her. <laughs> I I would say I would say Jenny probably did a, a better job first, but it was no, it's yeah. a it's a collaborative experience, right? So yeah, exactly. Okay, so it's, you so you have let's well speaking of cinematographer, let's talk about some of these transition shots. Mm-hmm. I love your transition shot of her memory when she's in the bedroom and you kind of flip it, and and basically for someone who's experienced cancer patients in the past as well, you kind of nailed it. Where it's like the it's like kind of like this makeshift room. Usually, like it's like sometimes like sometimes people like as if there's stairs in a house. You, you have always like, stuff on it, yeah. No, but you, but then you don't go up. You basically make a bedroom in like the living room or whatever, right? Because you, they don't, so they don't have to go upstairs. 
And, and so your uh, production design is amazing, but tell me about the, the creation of the transition shot where you kind of flipped it, kind of flipped the, the script over. Like, uh, how do you describe it? I don't even know how to describe it properly. Yeah, yeah, that we we call that the uh, uh, panic attack slash just like uh, fever dream sequence where uh, it was really funny to watch it actually happening as had show had it on the uh, tripod. Again, we were using very limited budget kind of thing. So we had the like red Komodo on the tripod. He just fixed it to the bottom and we had it so that Leanna would like lie down and he would also like flip over gotcha, and, the, okay. and the AC would be like holding him. That's pretty um, creative. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely like a lot of these really cool like visual effects. I know when we were uh, collaborating me and show because we've had, you know, a couple of years now to just talk about like ideas and things just in the back of class when we're supposed to be listening to something else kind of thing. But yeah, I we really wanted to make a very seamless transition between uh, like reality and uh, and fantasy because there's so much derealization when you're in that space where you yeah. you you can't tell what's li what's like a a dream and what's living. I still have those dreams where I wake up and my mom's living, and then I wake and then I actually wake up and I'm like, oh, this isn't real. And there's and I was really trying to depict how to show that visually on screen. And I think Show did such an amazing job. He also was the one to pitch the. Uh, uh, I know you're talking about the scene where they're. Uh, in the bedroom and they're doing drag for the first time and we yeah. see like the different present and past versions themselves go through the room and yeah. you know like that was me being like oh like let's let's make sure that we can see everything in shot and shows like yeah let's what we don't need to follow any 180 degree thing if things are so kind of messed up we can kind of the room is kind of our playroom, right? So no, but it's how our memories work too, right? Like that's like this word, it's like a mishmash of different kind of versions of like what happened. And sometimes we idealize things and you know what I mean? It's like it's you kind of nailed how our memories work, different versions of ourselves and different ages and things like that. So yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. And like the scene, then you got some really interesting scenes with the dad, right? Where where like it's like a, a it's a very general statement, but like you're you, the characters are westernizing themselves and they're they're coming with the times. And then there's like I've I've we've 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 shown documentaries about this where like in a certain Asian population, certain Asian culture, they they're they they refuse to to like withhold them withhold their culture, I guess, right? Like in the mm -hmm. Western world, they want to keep their culture intact. Yeah, well, like you're pushing the boundaries, right? And your dad just has one doesn't uh, doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah, exactly. It's there's definitely like very very from much from my experience of being growing up and maybe not having that full appreciation of like oh we have to keep this culture with us so that you know it does that's how cultures die off kind of thing. Um, but having that kind of depiction of Aiden's like life at school where you know. I was always told I was very like whitewashed kind of thing. Yeah. And then you go home and then you're also the kind of black sheep over there because I mean, I was never taught Chinese, but my grandma's just yelling random Chinese stuff at me and I'm kind of like smiling and laughing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really wanted to just really 
have the stakes kind of like sit on top of each other of being like oh i'm not feeling accepted racially i'm not feeling accepted like sexually or uh, with my gender and then on top of that is like what is the actual thing keeping me here and is that connection to my mom um Mm. having that kind of transition between we really wanted to create what is the feminine space in the house and what is the masculine space in the house and we kind of have that with the dad who kind of conquers any room that he's in uh but he's still human like he's not a caricature right like you humanized him yeah exactly like i really wanted to show that he's not the antagonist he is kind of what represents the you know antagonism in aiden's life but when it comes to it they're both just struggling they both have a very similar goal uh maybe maybe more of a need than a want they have different wants in mind of being like oh uh let me put myself more into work. Let me put myself more into like, you know, my friends and everything like that. You can see that with Amy too. I try to just make that a through line with every single character that is like, what is each one of them trying to escape? And how would that show as a reaction on screen? You know, that kind of telling and not, I mean, showing, not telling. Yeah. And it's like, you're like, you're, you're trying to, the character's trying to find a, a landing spot, like somewhere so where she belongs, I guess. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, lots. Like I said, this is a really interesting film, and like it's even the way you kind of made it too. Where like, it's not you have so many locations in this film. You got the house and different. You got like the family room and the bedroom and the kitchen, and then you got like the the school. Like the, it's not like just it's like one location. It's like you're like all, how many you're all over the place. Like how many days did you shoot? Was the shoot? Um, so we did three days at the uh, at my grandpa's house, which was like all of the indoor shots there, and then um, we did at a school in out in Langley for a day. Okay, so that's yeah. pretty. Yeah, you did. You did. You got a lot of coverage, I guess. And then also too, you have transition shots and like different, like you know, you're in the past and you're in the future, and like you know. Yeah, I had an amazing first uh, AD who was also my roommate at the time. So like we were always kind of finessing like the most ambitious film uh which uh, and she was so good at being like okay we're gonna have one giant sequence per day <laughs> and then the yeah. other th- other things are the things that we know that we can get uh luckily that a lot of my shots i really wanted to do a lot on sticks to show that kind of like fixed in place yeah just a doll in the house kind of situation versus when it's very dynamic during the like fantasy parts but yeah, she did. She did such a good job of like uh, sh- she's now like it's crazy to the people that I worked on with this film because now it's like I couldn't even imagine booking them now because they're just so they're so busy and they're just so amazing at what they do. I honestly I don't know if I would have been able to do this without Paula just yeah. because she was so good at schedulizing and organizing that. I know a lot of first 80s especially volunteer would look at mine my script and be like oh man <laughs> how how long are we spending on this but instead she looked at it and was like oh this is a challenge and I'm excited for it so I love the sequence where I think it's like it's one of the few times where you're in kind of a handheld or a steady cam when she's behind the curtain and then she like has that memory with her mom and it's like her mom is there right like her mom's there she, her mom's going on stage with her and then the 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 pure fear <laughs> of, of, of walking on the stage 
is like it's like we we all we relate to that and like we all can can relate to that to a certain extent she's exposing herself right in many yeah. ways it's like it's pretty it's a pretty well nicely framed but it's a nice performance too thank you i appreciate that i know that when we were in the like peer editing stage of the script there was a lot of like people were like oh it's kind of weird that she goes up to the stage and doesn't even end up performing kind of thing yeah. and i was like but the kind of thing is the rest of her life is kind of the performance so it's like you know i i kind of wanted like a big part of the script writing was the teacher going why are we tuning into this very particular specific point in time what's so important about the lift off and the end off kind of point where are we kind of finishing with the character and I thought this was a very like satisfying like it's not a cookie cutter at first I had it that the dad was in the audience and then I thought that was just too much because yeah. like maybe like maybe for some families but that just wouldn't be the case in Asian cultures that it's also the case why they are when they're in that confrontation in the living room they're not hugging kind of thing like I was you know, trying to make it very specific to, you know, my culture. And I didn't want to, you know, put a kind of neat little ribbon on it. Uh, I know that I always had this ending in mind because um, for the longest time, when my after my mom passed, I was always finding myself uh, trying to listen for the sound of her heels clicking on the on the floor when she'd come home from work kind of thing. So, yeah. I mean, a lot of these things are just super small details that I'm really glad that for me, they are such a personal note, but for others, they're able to maybe not connect it to in that sense, but they're able to, you know, feel the same things that, you know, that you felt that feeling of anticipation and anxiety that you know, I'm glad that people that maybe aren't even of my culture or identify the same way I do, yeah. like, still understands the through line. There's a hundred. Well, there's a there's a grand thematic. Yeah, there's. I think everybody can relate to your film and in, in never in so many regards. Nice sound design too. Nice uh, post production. Like just like yeah, nicely. Just like it seems like we've got a really nice young team. It's like if you look at your credits, it's like it's 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 a, like it's a, it's a lot of people worked on this film. Like you got a lot of people helping you out. Yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, it's really cool to just see an entire like on screen of all these Kwans and Chens and Lees just line up. And, yeah. you know, you, it's, it's just cool, because I feel like I got pretty like frustrated working as like a PA and working in just like, in film school, it's just, you know, I was maybe like one of three, four girls that are Asian there. And, you know, like, unless we're making the space for ourselves, we're probably not really gonna see it, you know? Yeah. yeah unfortunately we're working towards it no no it's it's it's, it's fantastic so and then they, you, who did the drawing in the credits in the credits oh that so that was me <laughs> i'm assuming it was i just said yeah. Like, nice, yeah nice nice way to do the credits and your mom like was she 52 that's that's so young that's a, that's like tragic yeah yeah um yeah so it would have been i think maybe eight or years eight or nine years from now uh it's actually her anniversary of her death this sunday so yeah oh wow okay so the uh, uh, december 11th yes yes yeah. sorry i'm just like is a lot of crazy things happen and like deaths and things like that happen in, in this span between between oh yeah december 5th in my life between december 5th and december 20th so it's just interesting that like oh 100 percent. yeah i also I have know what's going on in that little my, <laughs> my my i have a friend from high school actually uh um 
passed away and he also is maybe i think it was literally like maybe a day after kind of thing it is really weird december is just a really hectic time that yeah. like you know as when 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 you lose people it's like you kind of uh you kind of dread it a little bit um just just because it brings back it kind of triggers that sense in you and i'm kind of you know we're all just trying to instill that feeling of normality again especially after all this covid stuff you know yeah exactly well what do you think about uh, our audience and the audience feedback video that we sent you sorry what did you think about we sent you the, the audience feedback video what did you think about our audience had to say about your film? oh that was that was that was honestly surreal because i've this is the first time like i've i've shown like my lead crew the film obviously and stuff like that but this was the first time having like outside viewers and it was is really cool. I honestly was not expecting such a positive response. Um, I, I think because I've been just sitting on this for so long is that yeah. I'm seeing, you know, all the things I want to improve kind of things like that. So to have people compliment me on like things that I was very, you know, anxious about and everything, it's, it's really cool. And to see the reaction that it did, um, I'm, I'm just really excited for, my cast and crew to have it out there because they I don't know man they <laughs> they just worked they just worked so hard on it it's really cool to see uh people see it from an outside perspective and still be like oh I feel that feeling of love that we we definitely had off off set too as well yeah well I, can, I wish you the best with this film congratulations I know you want people to see it so uh Anything we can do to help, uh, we will be there. And uh, let's talk again when you make your next film. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. One, two, three, four, five.